Welcome to the nest, everybody. This is a little mini episode of Best to the Nest, where we discuss things that are making our nests, you know, more beautiful, more delicious, more fabulous. Sometimes we even talk about what it's making our flight out of the nest more pleasant. I'm Elizabeth <laughs> Reese here with Marjorie Punnett. Hi, <laughs> Marjorie is on the phone today because she is in Manhattan, Manhattan, Kansas. Yes. It's a glamorous land. It's an adorable little college town. I love it. It's not Manhattan, Manhattan. So you got to clarify, Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. Happily here, sitting in the snow. It's beautiful. But I had to take a flight here. And Elizabeth and I talked about this, how it might be fun to talk about ways to make leaving your nest a little bit easier, especially when you're flying. Yeah, we were talking about Um, traveling on our episode of Best to the Nest, um, the most recent one, which you can, of course, download. And it it does. I mean, this is a part of life. You're in a commuter marriage. We, yep. you know, I'm like finally coming out from under my um, 19 month old and doing some more traveling. I've got a couple fun trips coming up, which is very exciting. With the kids? No. Okay. No. <laughs> That's good. No. Isn't that great? My husband and I have a trip together coming up. We've got a couple oh. trips and um but we we oh. have traveled with the kids and and we like traveling with the kids. But you're like a big you used to be an anxious flyer. So I want to know what things that you do when you're flying to make um your travel out of your nest more pleasant. I w- you know, it's interesting. I was very afraid to fly um in my 20s and 30s when the kids were little. And I think now it was connected to wanting to make sure that I was always going to be around for them as irrational as that seems like that it's it's flying that's going to make me sort of be frightened that I won't be there to see them grow up. But I think I a lot of people feel to, that way. Yeah, you get little always, kids and it's like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, there was always this reckoning. I mean, to the point where I think I've told you the story before, but to the point where I would make it my mission every time. And I was flying a lot because in those days, too, I was working uh, freelance and I was traveling a lot. And so to the point where I would honestly have to check out the pilot. Like, I'd have to assess. Like, what's going to happen if they didn't meet my standards? Like, <laughs> But I, I did get very good at all of these little tricks about how to make my flight better. Because the act of moving, the act of going somewhere new, I do love to travel, was very exciting. It was just the actual plane part that was difficult for me. I have a couple of things that I actually make all the difference. One of them, Elizabeth, came from you, Ooh. which was an app called Texture. It's Texture. called it, Now, I can't remember what it used to be called, but yeah. they changed it to Texture. It used to be, yes, you're, you're totally right. I love Texture. And this is just, it is so fantastic. So for people who don't know what it is, it's basically an app. You pay like fourteen ninety nine a month, and it gives you access to hundreds of magazines. All the magazines. And I'm a, big, I'm a big magazine reader. I love magazines. I love just being able to flip from one article to the next. And I found that on a plane, it's very difficult for me to read a book because I can't stay that focused. Yeah. Because it's just there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. But texture is perfect because you just go, you can flip from like Architectural Digest to Real Simple to Magnolia, which is a magazine I'm loving right now, to, you know, O Magazine, to anything that you love, you know, Wired, Adweek, everything. They have so many magazines, and it just makes the flight fly by. And if you are a magazine person and you're subscribing to them, you'll end up finding that you're probably spending about the same amount of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're not dealing with all of the paper and everything, and it looks good. You just have to do it on a tablet, like a bigger tablet, so you can see the magazines. Like, I don't like looking at it on my phone very much, but on my iPad, it's great. And then the other quick thing, and then I want to hear your sort of tips for, for traveling when most of the time I'm traveling to major airports so you know whether it's New York or it's Chicago or it's 
whatever. They're usually major airports, which can be super, super loud. Um, yes. Kind of stressful. I generally want just a little bit of quiet before I'm going to get on a flight. I have found that many of the major airports have chapels. Oh. And, you know, I am a, a person of faith, probably not a person of organized religion, but I am a person of faith where I love to just go sit in the chapel before a flight if I've got the time. And it's quiet and it's just the most wonderful thing that many airports offer. Most of them are interfaith now, um, but a couple of airports I know have um you know, they'll have all different denominations. Mm -hmm. So they might have a Catholic chapel, they might have a synagogue, they might have a mosque. But most of them, I think, now are becoming interfaith chapels. And we have found, and it's funny, uh, the pundits have started this tradition because for whatever reason, we have all flown through Dallas many times. Uh, Dallas has a yoga room. Great. Yeah, so they have a yoga room. So if you like, you know, if you do that, and I think there are mats in the room and stuff, but what's been funny is we've started signing the um, the guest book in the yoga room. So if you're in Dallas and you go to the yoga room, you're going to see both of my son's names. You'll see my name. <laughs> we just do it just because it amuses us. But it's, it's a huge thing. Like if you really, if you really just want to escape for a moment and a lot of times too, like Elizabeth with you, when you're like, you've got, you're just, if you're leaving and you've just left your kids with other people and it's been sort of a chaotic run to the airport, yeah. it's a great way to sort of get recentered. I so love that's that. That's what I love. Okay. Yeah. I've got two, um, two travel essentials that I think one one could be with or without kids and then one is definitely with kids. So speaking of the quiet, investing in really good noise canceling headphones is the key to success for flying. I'm convinced. I have not done that. Oh my gosh, Marjorie, to. I'm telling you. So I got I borrowed my dad's Bose noise canceling headphones oh, nice. which he got when he was flying a lot and um and I borrowed them when I went to Ghana. I went to Ghana for a long weekend. That's too short, by the way, for a trip to Ghana. But when did you go to Ghana? I went a few years ago to do stories oh. on this nonprofit. It was like amazing. It was so fabulous. Wow. So I, but I got, I borrowed my dad's noise canceling headphones and it was so incredible how it just shut out the noise, but I could still be aware of what was happening around me. Hmm. I mean, they are seriously an essential if you're on a flight. At one point, it was so loud on the plane. I mean, just with like the buzzing and the clicking right. and the movement of people, it just starts to shut all that off and then helps with the the anxiety. And um, I ended up getting them for myself and then I got them for my husband later on too. And they are fabulous. I'm going to do that. The bows I'm are the best, man. I did a lot of research and everybody says that the bows are the best and they, you know, they're going to set you back. But if you get the ones that plug into your phone. Mm-hmm then they're less expensive than the Bluetooth version. So oh, Yeah, I don't mind plugging in. I don't in. mind plugging in. So, I, got, I mean, I got them before the Bluetooth version even came out. But right. I love those. I think they're a traveling essential. And then when it comes to kids, the um, there's a stroller by Baby Zen that's called the Baby Zen Yo-Yo Stroller, Marjorie. Huh. It folds up so small that you can put it in the overhead compartment of the plane. Really? It's oh, that's fabulous. New. So you that's don't have to check it. Relatively... Yeah, that's and great. It is, it's not like a cheap umbrella stroller that just like isn't super functional. It has yep. space underneath. It's It has one handlebar. It folds up so great. We actually don't even have a double stroller for our kids because we just use, when we're together, we use the two strollers and we just keep that little one. I keep the little one in my car. But the other thing that's so great about it is if you're traveling with kids to a place where you're going to rent a car 
car and then, you know, drive somewhere. Sometimes it's like you run out of space for those big strollers to put in the trunk or whatever. No, and the not having to check it is huge. Because, because yeah. If if you have to check it, then you still got to get from the flight to baggage. Totally. To get your stroller. And you can gate check, but, you know, you kind of never know what's going to happen. It's just nice to have it with you, and then it goes right over your shoulder, and it's fantastic. I got it when Bernie was a baby, so I've had ours for four years now, and it works fabulous. It's How much was it? Holds up. Oh, gosh. It was probably like almost 400 bucks. It was expensive. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, it's like one of those things where if when I had little, little ones, I probably spent more money. I spent a lot of money on those kinds of things. This would be, that was the advice you gave me, Marjorie. You said don't yeah. skimp on a stroller. No, because you just, especially if you're, if you love to travel, if you're, you know, if you're a really active family. And that's one of those things that, you know, I always thought it was weird when people asked point blank, what they wanted, like at a baby shower, I don't think that's weird anymore. I think that's completely practical and it's exactly what you should do. And if you're pregnant and somebody's kind enough to have a baby shower for you, just have people pool their resources for a great stroller. And get you a good stroller. Yeah. I had a, I had a McLaren double stroller, which was such a great, great thing because I was constantly out and about with the kids and just to be able to in retrospect, I wouldn't have had a double. I would have had two, except yeah. I was doing a lot of things by myself, so it was just easy to push the both of them. Yep. And it was worth every penny that I paid for it, absolutely every penny that I paid for it. 100%. Now, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. Have you bought Bernie her first piece of luggage yet? No. She doesn't have her own luggage, but she does have her own like little backpacks and things. I will tell you, this is my, my big tip for travelers. As soon as your kids can walk... Take them to pick out, and it doesn't have to be expensive. Little kids' luggage is super cheap. Take out, take them out, and let them pick out their own roller bag because what it does is on the plane, they love to, like, look in it and rearrange what they have in it and just trying to figure out what toys they're going to play with on the plane. It becomes this, like, really cool piece of ownership for them. And then the other thing, when you get to the other end, when they have to walk or roll their own bag, it makes them slow down. (laughs) And they focus. And it's much easier to keep them corralled. But that's that's my only other traveling tip with kids. This is good advice when you leave the nest. I hope so. I love it. All right, Marjorie, until next time, my darling. Fly safe. Until next time. Adios, everybody.